go in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 28 of Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. My name is Quinn, and we have with us today Skinny Rick. Yep. Why is the mic in front of your face, dude? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Dude, Skinny Rick, he's always got something going on over there. Got the yeah. Taco Bell hat today, Taco Bell visor. Yeah. Looking like you walked straight out of 2001. Yep. So. I wasn't even alive then. I know, Think dude. Think about that. Yeah. Think so how do you know how to dress like that? I don't know. What it's if just, it was like, you know how people are always like, I was born in the wrong yeah. time era. I should have been born like. I'm an old soul. I should have been born like during world war ii or some bullcrap it's yeah. like i should have been born a year earlier yeah this is the best one is whenever people are like i should have been born in the 60s or 70s it's like why dude so you could go and do drugs and do sex and stuff like that's the most common one Just that i always hear now you should have I been guess. born in the hippie movement it's like yeah okay we're turning on the tv here what are you doing i don't know you're what doing, doing wrong doing? Yeah, hit the I'm home button the wrong button yeah nooping it up dude hdmi yeah so um i think it's, yeah i don't think it's muted did anything cool happen for you this week or no uh not really not really me either dude we just been working a bunch uh we're getting the just working we've got another studio that we're working on so we're working on that i'm exceptionally tired today yeah we're both pretty tired, honestly. But I guess we can jump right into it, dude. Uh, we got a good little chunk of stuff that I wanted to cover today. And it's getting yeah. pretty rough out there, dude. It's been raining where we're at for Four, about oh, a day dude. and a half. Hardcore hours. Hardcore raining. We got the coronavirus out there. When we there. say raining, we don't mean like, oh, it rained a little bit. Yeah. Stopped, rained some more. Yeah. We mean like it has consistently yes. water has Pouring. been falling out of the sky for a minute Dude, we better check some of the lakes we might Dude, i think we some schools closed some today i think schools some of the schools were closed really? today. yeah i know that we were under a tornado were, watch like all day yeah, yesterday we were you saw this of the the tennessee uh tennessee got blasted two, yeah. what two days ago yeah yeah about some tornadoes do, 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 shout do, out do, to tennessee do, do, do. man that's I'd sad, never, dude. Right before I moved to Birmingham, uh, a bunch of them had hit. When they over leveled there. all those neighborhoods, yeah. Yeah. I remember. It was rough, man. It was like right before I moved over there. I got a free copy of Call of Duty Black Ops, though, so that was cool. Did you find it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! In an dude. Xbox, I got it. Well, I got an Xbox too. I didn't have an Xbox. You found an Xbox and a copy with, of with Black Ops in it from the tornadoes. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Wow. I soaked that thing in some rice and all that soaked it in rice yeah. <laughs> nice no i just i just set it out next to a dehumidifier before i powered it on for like a day that's cool man so, so skinny rick some little kid got his house destroyed blown away and i took and his, his xbox, xbox bro. you know that's messed up <laughs> well they were gonna throw it away it was like in the middle it was like the bulldozer were like yeah pushing all the stuff into the trash and i was like nice well, speaking of little kids, dude, uh, our first thing that we're going to get into to today, I saw this this morning. It is uh, the 
there was an eight-year-old Canadian boy who um, was at a youth hockey tournament and entered some type of raffle there, and he got one of like the smaller prizes that they gave out, and he got a two hundred dollars worth of cannabis products in this raffle. So scroll I didn't down a know little that, bit. I didn't know that that was a thing in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh. I think the government controls the has like the growing and stuff like that there, but so a grandfather in Canada says he was outraged after finding out out that his eight year old grandson had won a raffle at a youth hockey tournament about two hundred dollars worth of marijuana products. Keith Riedel of British Columbia told Toronto CTV News that his grandson, who plays in a youth hockey league, had entered raffle tickets to win a prize. Each team is usually responsible for putting together a gift basket or prize package together with a minimum value of $50. Heck yeah. Yeah, Ruddle told the station. Uh, and then what they do is they have a big setup. They have a paper bag taped in front of each of these prizes. The prizes, Ruddle said, usually geared towards children. His grandson had put ticket into a particular bag. His father was later notified that he had won $200 worth of pot. So... How much pot is that? My grandson thought he had won a, gr- a great prize. Dad, I want chocolate. No, son. There's bad drugs in the chocolate. I don't know, dude. I mean, if I won $200 of cannabis products, I'd probably just sell them, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. It is pretty crazy. Well, I guess, that, well, because it's legal there, so it's not the same. Yeah. But I'd probably just. But honestly, bro, like. Get some money. Yeah. Or but, maybe the chocolate's really good. You don't know. But that's, okay. It's a, like, it, it is a entirely. Um, it would be an entirely like normal thing these days for you know you do like whatever christmas thing secret santa or what's the elephant mm. one white, white elephant. elephant where you take people's presents people yeah. always bring like bottles of whiskey and all that all kind right of stuff there. to that stuff i'm sure mm. that if you le- live in a recreationally legal state they probably do that uh. crap you know so it's not like here's, I wouldn't think here's that half a gummy bear you yeah. said five dollars yeah. i wouldn't think that it's that like crazy for this to be in this raffle thing sure i mean for sure like they definitely shouldn't have it at like a kid's thing or whatever but i mean i get it dude we used to have listen the catholic church fairs whenever i was growing up dude biggest parties biggest public parties like period at the time you know sure back then they'd have like all these games and stuff they had this money wheel dude so it would have like it was like a wheel of fortune wheel that you would spin and it would have like dollar bills, a bunch of dollar bills on it. Then like $2 bills, $5 bills, uh, 10s, 20, you know, yeah. like all that stuff. And then uh, what you would do is you would put whatever money down, you would spend the thing. And then, then if it landed on it, you would get that back. So if you put a $1 bill on the $5 thing and it hit $5, you would get five $1 bills. If you put a $5 bill on it, you get five $5 bills back. If you put 100 on it, you get $500 bills. So you could do it with on the ones because it would you know, it would roll to one 80% of the time. So if you put $100 on the one, you know, you get $100. Uh. It was crazy. But they would have like beer trucks, all kind of food and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, they would have like all these little raffles and like stuff you could like auction and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just don't think it's that like, I don't think it's that far out there. It is crazy that this kid ended up with it though. So. Got some of that 
devil's lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. Dude, pot looks so weird. You think? Yeah. Why do you, what, how does it look weird? I want you to tell me anything else. This is like a dehydrated thing. Any, anything else in the world that you would look at that looks like that that you'd be like, man, I want that. Uh, I mean, I guess nothing, you know, but I've also, you know, consumed a ton of pot. So I don't, <laughs> I don't look at it that way. I'm one of the people who thinks like, I'll take some of that, you know. <laughs> it, it just like, it looks, nasty yeah it looks weird it looks like dude it looks like some sort of i'll tell you what it looks like if i saw like a zombie crawling up out of a swamp looks uh like he might have some of this growing on him yeah you're right maybe i guess dude i guess (laughs) but yeah i just thought that was funny um and then today also is the 20 year uh, not the day that you're watching this, but the the day that we're recording this is a 20 year anniversary of the PlayStation 2. Yep. So it's pretty crazy to think about. <sighs> I can remember being a kid whenever the PlayStation 1 came out. I got it for Christmas and I was stoked, dude. I'd only played like one, I think, before. Maybe two of them. But my uncle had one or maybe he got his after us. I don't know. One of my neighbors had it for sure, and I was playing Crash Bandicoot at his house, and I really wanted one of those things, dude. So I ended up getting one for Christmas. I was a little kid. And then, uh, you know, whenever the PlayStation 2 came out, I went the Xbox route. Um, but I, I did also have PlayStation 2 at some point. We got big into Guitar Hero. And Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, we played I still that play on Guitar Hero. 2. So shout I out have, to PlayStation, dude. I have Guitar Hero 2. Yeah. That was the best one. Dude. I have the original guitar, the little, the one, yeah. the white one with the cord and everything. Yeah. Those are the best ones too. The best guitars out of all of them. The wireless ones all end up breaking. All like the third party ones all suck. The OG ones, dude. That's the best ones you can get. The best guitar hero yeah, guitars. Dude. So yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to PlayStation Two. You know, twenty years. It's crazy to think that it's been that long. So yeah, uh, the only thing I remember with the PlayStation Two was when I was like real little, like three or four. We used to. My parents were youth pastors, and they used to go to this thing. I don't remember what it was. Like once every so often, uh, and I would hang out in the back room, and they had a PlayStation Two in there. Uh, and they had Shrek the video game. Shrek the video game. Heck yeah, dude. Was it fun? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know, bro. It uh and that's what I that's my PlayStation 2 experience. Yeah. Is Shrek. It had some I I think I guess it was the slim one that had that was pretty had some flaws in it. So the slim one went back to where you had to like it had like the flip open tray instead of like a CD drive yeah. and it was it's a piece of garbage, dude. That's actually what I had. I think I had one of the slim ones. And I want to say that my mom got one for Christmas not that long ago. A uh, PlayStation 2 with huh. Guitar Hero and stuff. I guess my Dang dad found it on eBay boy. or something. Yeah. So. There's what, that. What difficulty do you play on? What? Guitar Hero? 
Um, I mean, I used to play hardcore or whatever it's called. Is it extreme or hardcore? I don't remember. Expert. <laughs> yeah, it's because I think it goes easy, medium, hard, expert. Yeah. I, I never made it to expert. Yeah. Hard, I got stopped. I got stopped at hard. We used to, I mean, we could play all of it on Expert, dude. It, I mean, there was maybe a few songs, like some of the bonus songs we couldn't do on Expert, but I mean, we could get through all of them. Yeah. We played the crap out of that game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I could never get my pinky to switch because oh, yeah, you, in Expert, well, in hard, you have all the buttons as well, but in Expert, it goes faster and trying to teach my pinky to hit the orange and the blue was yeah. yeah i mean that was kind of difficult the crazy sometimes thing, you had to do them at the same time so you had to slide two fingers over the craziest thing was seeing people that um that like were really good at guitar hero saying like dude i could totally play guitar like it would be so easy for me to play guitar like how good i am at this game no, dude. no way dude People who um, play guitar can't even play Guitar Hero. It's not the yeah, same. Yeah, it's not even the same thing. It's literally a It's a layout of a controller, a PlayStation controller. That's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so let's go to the next thing. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. So the new James Bond movie, uh, No Time to Die, has been postponed over uh coronavirus fears and we're not going to go too we're not going to go deep into coronavirus stuff we did that Bro. last time how european is this freaking jacket he's wearing dude he's, <laughs> yeah it's a pretty european jacket we can put the, we'll put this picture in the uh thing let's see his pants dude oh you can't he's got a it, it looks like he's just got pants on. on it looks what like a, they're sagging a little yeah what about the uh dude how Daniel Craig, James Bond is that picture though. Go back up. Wait, this is something different now. Yeah, yeah. He's got some like motor oil on his face and some like blood. Yeah, yeah. That's it, dude. He's actually probably. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's my. He's probably my favorite uh, James Bond. He does a good James yeah. Bond for sure. Definitely. And then with that little gun, dude, he's always got that thing. That little you know tiny. Yeah. That that small boy dude i mean you know that he's shooting somebody with that thing this is one of the last shots in the whole this is either the first frame of the whole movie or the last frame of the whole movie yeah so uh i want to say also on top of that e3 has either postponed or is talking about postpone being postponed they had some mma stuff that ended up being closed events um i think we've been talking about south uh one of the airlines has uh like excessively limited travel and so yeah uh on top of uh that stuff you know the stock stock market did dip a little bit part of it due to the coronavirus thing part of it also because well, I mean, it uh, dipped pretty bad yeah <laughs> but part of it also was uh before super tuesday and the DNC oh, print just hit. Wait. Before uh, the DNC primary and Super Tuesday, you know, Bernie Sanders was kind of projected to be the uh, Democratic candidate. And, um, you know, Joe Biden basically uh, got more vote votes in those polls and at this point is ahead of 
uh, Bernie for it, which is crazy to think about. But you know these uh, these big 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 business guys, man, they really are not into uh, Bernie, you know. And so after the Super Tuesday thing, the stock market actually raised, I think like three to four percent in some cases uh, after Joe Biden started leading this thing which is that, that's funny just because so bizarre dude we're talking about not even the 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 presidential election we're talking yeah. about the democratic yeah. candidate nomination is like a yeah. you know the fact that it's affected the stock market at all is just bizarre dude we talked about that a few weeks ago it's crazy it be affecting any of this stuff man but it does and uh and it is what it is man you know it is what it is yeah so i mean it's definitely not what it isn't yeah that's for sure um and then today whenever you know every day i just kind of look around and see what's going on and uh just in the world and so i found this article um, and I figured that this would be a good thing for us to just kind of talk about for a little bit today because uh, it's I think that it has some relevancy, you know, especially in the development of stuff like our space program and stuff like that. So um, this is what we have here. This is titled uh, Nazi name list in Argentina may reveal loot in Swiss bank. So uh, what we're going to be talking about today if uh, you don't know about this this stuff, um, is Operation Paperclip and uh, all, and everything that kind of surrounds that. And so what Operation Paperclip was, was basically after World War II, um, you had the higher profile Nazi scientists and officers and families and stuff like that. Uh, some of them surrendered and were given uh, basically new identifications and sent to various countries like uh, South America, North America, the U.S., Russia, China. And so, um, you know, some of those people ended up in kind of high rank positions in technology and stuff like that. But uh, basically there is uh, what this article is talking about is a list of uh, these Nazis that moved to Argentina, there was actually a good bit of them. And uh, they basically found some documentation saying that they may have had still uh, money in a Swiss bank somewhere. Uh, so okay. uh, let's read it. <clears throat> Files discovered in Argentina reveal the names of 12,000 Nazis who lived there in the 1930s. And many had Swiss bank accounts, researchers say. The U.S.-based Simon... Weisenhall Center, famous for tracking down Nazis, has asked credit Ugh. whatever to identify the dormant bank accounts. We believe that these long, long dormant accounts hold monies looted from Jewish victims, the center said, says. The papers were found in a storeroom at the former Nazi HQ in Buenos Aires. Nazi Germany began seizing Jewish property after enacting racist laws in 1935 and a colossal amount was stolen during the Holocaust in the 1940s. Much of that wealth was transferred to the secret Swiss bank accounts. 
in a letter to credit whatever, Vice President Christian Kuhn, the Simon Wisenhall Center says, we're aware that you already have claimants as alleged heirs of the Nazis in the list. So, you know, basically there were somewhere between, uh, I wanna say like 12 and 15,000 Nazis that immigrated to Argentina during this time. And so, you know, that was only during the 1940s. And so you can imagine that their children and grandchildren are, you know, not that these peop those people represent, you know, Nazis at all. I'm just saying, uh, you know, there's a lot of these families, kids and grandkids and stuff yeah. like that. There's probably, you know, much more than 12 to 15,000 of that bloodline out there, those bloodlines out there. Imagine uh, being point. imagine being a hitman around mm -hmm. the time that World War Two ended. Yeah. Just being like, yo, this guy's a Nazi, we need him. You know. Think about the guys that are like it's like, hey, the war is over, but we've got like pockets of like Nazis that are still trying to operate, you know? You get sent in. Yeah. I don't know how many of them at that point were actually trying to operate or accomplish anything i think that most of them were just trying to get out resettle and yeah not get killed in the process but well some a lot of them got killed yeah a lot of them did a lot of them got hanged right yeah a lot of them did i mean uh you know and i want to say still to this day they could put them on trial and all that kind of stuff which is one of the things that we were gonna kind of talk about so we'll just read a little bit deeper into the history of Operation Paperclip. Go ahead to the next tab. Uh, and so this is on the CIA website. So, Dude, how about that? How about the fact that people use the term Nazi like mm -hmm. to describe normal people yeah. when there's still Nazis alive? Yeah. Like there are still actual Nazis. Mm -hmm chilling yeah and they're just like you nazi yeah you're gonna call like somebody who you know like takes your parking spot or something like that <laughs> i mean honestly like so anyway um as as world war ii ended the race was on with the soviet union to see as, as many german scientists as possible in anticipation of the cold war the full story has remained elusive until now. Operation Paperclip by Annie Jacobson provides perhaps the most comprehensive, up-to-date narrative available to the general public. Um, so yeah, let's see. So Henry Wallace, former vice president and secretary of commerce, believed the scientists' ideas could launch new civilian industries and produce jobs. Indeed, German scientists developed synthetic rubber, using automobile tires, non-running hosiery, uh, the ear thermometer, electromagnetic as a drunk tape, and miniaturized electrical <laughs> components, to name a few. And so this is really the big one here, um, which, you know, for a while now, my phone background has been 
uh, JFK and Werner von Braun, who, um, if you don't know, basically founded NASA and led the Apollo mission. Um, yeah, remember the Apollo moon landing Didn't during he, he the like Ford administration? Yeah. Didn't he like develop the V2 rocket yep. or something? During the Ford administration, Von Braun was almost awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom until <laughs> one of Ford's senior advisors, uh, uh, David Gergen, objected to his Nazi past. Less well known is that another 120 fellow German scientists, engineers, and technicians developed the Saturn V launch vehicle, or that the Launch Operations Center at Cape Canaveral, Florida, was head by Kurt Debus the ardent Nazi, the vertical assembly building bigger in volume than the Pentagon and almost as tall as the Washington Monument was designed by Bernard Tessman, former facilities designer at the German missile launch facility in Penmunde. So uh, keep going down a little bit. We'll read a little bit more. These are other prominent Nazis hired during the Operation Paperclip included. So isn't this just totally bizarre that like they just have this information on their website? You know what I mean? Like we're on the CIA website. <laughs> Dr. Huberta Strughold, who played an important role in space medicine by developing spacesuits and other life support systems in June 1948, he put a Rezus monkey named Albert in the pressurized nose cone of a V2 rocket, pressurized nose cone, the first step effort to send humans to space. General Reinhard Galen, former head of Nazi intelligence operations against the Soviets, was hired by the US Army and later by the CIA to operate 600 ex-Nazi agents into the Soviet zone of occupied Germany. In 1948, CIA director Roscoe something assumed control. Dude, so basically they, we got the director of the Nazi CIA. Um, and then German biologist, Dr. Kurt Blom was hired to develop offensive and defensive capabilities to counter Soviet biological warfare activity. So a lot of these Nazi scientists and generals and stuff like that were taken from their government, and basically put in to positions in our government, honestly. So here's one of my favorite things. Uh, we'll read through this paragraph and then we'll get off of this. Uh, particular page and talk about some other stuff. Um, in 1949, the CIA created the Office of Scientific Intelligence. Its first director, Dr. Willard Mackey, traveled to Germany to set up a special program to interrogate Soviet spies. The CIA believed Russians had developed mind control programs and wanted to know how US spies would hold up against the capability if caught. He hired he also aimed to explore the feasibility of creating a Manchurian candidate thought though behave, through behavioral modification. Thus, Operation Bluebird was born. Bluebird, later called MKUltra, was a research activity experimenting in behavioral engineering of humans. The Nuremberg Code prohibits experimentation with humans without their consent. During this program, Dr. Frank Olson uh, was basically spiked with LSD and jumped out of a window. Jumped out of a window. So, yeah. Uh, just a lot of U.S. history in How? the 50s, 60s, and 70s were, uh, you know, just a lot of it was written and led by 
these Operation Paperclips Nazis. How funny is it that the CIA can just say crap like that? I jumped. And everyone's like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. They can do whatever they want. Like, literally, it's just like you watch them kick the guy out of the window and just, oh, he jumped. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we got uh, all of that stuff. So, what do you think so far about this? I mean, it seems to me like. I don't know. It seems to me like this was prime time for uh, intelligence and and all this trickery. Like uh, we had kind of just hit a technological point yeah. that I mean, you know, we've talked about it before, some on the podcast and off the podcast. But I think it's just weird that we were so like, "Hey, you're smart. Come with us." Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. They become responsible for but like just the scientists, not or, like all the officers yeah. and stuff. Like yeah. well, that's what like the it, it had to do with Yeah, that's but that's what knowledge. the majority of these twelve to fifteen thousand people that oh you sure. know, we we're talking about in yeah, Argentina. Yeah. Uh that a lot of those were like officers, their families, you know, stuff like that's that. It's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like how do you because I get I I understand the idea that it's like, well, you know, I wasn't killing Jews, but also, oh, I forgot to put that on silent. But also, like, yeah, like the Nazis, like, isn't that? It was pretty, pretty messed up. Like, like you, I'd be. It's hard to believe that it's like, oh, I didn't know that we were the bad guys. Well, the number of because at first it was just a very progressive like like hitler's whole thing was just a very progressive like uh germany uh, and then as it happened people were like wait yeah well some people say that hitler uh hitler was either funded by or was himself uh, a rothschild oh okay which would make uh a lot of sense i want to say that his grandmother was the like mistress of a Rothschild or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, this whole thing is just totally bonkers. Like, it, you know, MK Ultra was MK, MK Ultra in some instances did work. They did get what they wanted, but a lot of what they were chasing with this stuff was, you know, magic more or less whenever it comes down to it. Like, yeah. Um, the way that technology just kind of like made people's mm-hmm. imaginations go wild back then was just, I mean, think about crazy to think about, think about just a hundred years ago, how different like technology oh, was. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like even in the last 40 years, how yeah. much, Dude, the counters at Xfinity, all the counters at the Xfinity by my house, you set your phone on it, all of them have wire all of them are wireless chargers. It, all the counters. Just the table. Yeah. You just, you just put your phone on it and it just char- starts charging my phone. And that's like, dope. Yeah. Can I get crazy. that in my kitchen so, counters? I mean, you think about what would happen if you so I've had this idea, okay, for a cartoon. Uh, I'm not yeah. gonna say what the idea, the idea is. is. 
but imagine you took the idea of what my cartoon is and brought a cell phone with it. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just thinking about, I don't know, it's just crazy how much like the red scare and all that stuff. A lot of that stuff did have legitimacy behind it, but you had all of America like, you know, their power lines would like go out in, in the 70s and 80s. It's like the Russians. Ugh. Well, I mean, but also. Yeah. Commies, dude. Mate, mate. Death Commies. is an acceptable alternative to communism. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, dude. I saw that, that TikTok earlier today. Yeah. The dude. Just remember, kids, you can vote your way into communism, well, but you you're going to have to shoot your way out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that crap. Oh, that let, crap was funny. Let's go to go to two tabs over. So there's a Netflix documentary. Can't about, remember what it's called. About this dude? Yeah, can't remember what it's called. This but guy, uh John Demanjuke. Demanjuke. Um so this guy mm. uh had moved or not moved, but he was in Chicago or something like that. Go ahead and click it on click on him. Um, but he was identified. Like this? Yeah. He was identified in the U.S. as uh, by some sur Holocaust oh. survivors as a Nazi oh prison guard called uh, Ivan the Terrible. Man, so this guy is. Uh... <laughs> you know about this guy? I know a little bit, yeah. yeah. Ivan the Terrible is a nickname given to a notorious guard at the Treblinka extermination camp during the Holocaust. Identified as Ivan Marchenko in statements made by other guards, the moniker alluded to Ivan IV, also known as Ivan the Terrible, the infamous Tsar of Russia. Ivan the Terrible gained international recognition following the 1986 Demanjuk case. Already in 1944, a cruel guard named Ivan, sharing the distinct duties and extremely violent behavior with a guard named Nicholas is mentioned in survivor literature. John Demanjuk was accused first of being Ivan the Terrible at the Tripolinka concentration camp. He was found guilty of war crimes and was sentenced to death by hanging. The decision was later overruled by the Supreme Court of Israel. In 2011, Demanjuk was convicted of war crimes for having served as at Sobobar extermination camp. <sighs> that was a lot of freaking reading, dude. So keep scrolling down. Duties. So his true identity has not been conclu uh, conclusively discovered throughout the eight, 1970s and 1980s. John, John Demanjuk, a retired suburban Cleveland auto worker of Ukrainian descent, was accused of being Ivan. He was tried in Israel in 1988 and sentenced to death, but the conviction was overturned due to lack of evidence. One remarkable event during the trial in Israel involved a star witness for the prosecution. Eliu Rosenberg asked the prosecution if he recognized Demanjuk. Rosenberg asked Demanjuk to remove his glasses so I could see his eyes. Rosenberg approached and peered closely in Demanjuk's face. When Demanjuk smiled and offered his hand, Rosenberg recoiled and shouted Grozny, meaning terrible in Russian. Ivan Rosenberg said, Ivan Rosenberg said, it is unhesitatingly without the slightest shadow of a doubt it is Ivan from Treblinka, from the gas chambers. The man I'm looking at now, I saw his eyes. I saw those murderous eyes. Rosenberg told the court, glaring at Demanjuk, 
glaring at Demangic Rosenberg, then exclaimed directly to Demangic, how dare you put your hand, put out your hand, murder that you are. It was later revealed that Eliu Rosenberg had previously testified in a 1947 deposition that Ivan the Terrible had been killed during a prisoner uprising. So nobody so, really knows who this guy is, but this uh this John Demanjuke dude, he uh he was kinda had this label put on him and had to go through these trials and stuff for a long time, bro. Sentenced to death at one point. Could you imagine getting sentenced to death and it not being like you're a Nazi? Dude, think about how people get called Nazi today. Uh you know, and like cancel culture type yeah, thing. All that bro bull crap. That's so minor to being compared to, to being to, accused to, of being a Jew slaughterer. Dude. Do you know what I'm saying? Dude. Imagine this. Imagine the guy who watched his family get gassed and somehow he survives the war and now he's gotta put up with all this cancel culture stuff. It's like, oh, this guy's a Nazi. He said that he doesn't like the fact that I want to be a different, you know. Oh, this gender. guy ate a steak for dinner. <laughs> this guy's no. this guy won't use my pronouns. Nazi. Yeah. Such a different thing, dude. dude. Such a different thing. It's crazy, bro. It is crazy to think about. I've never thought about that actually. How like offensive that should be to an actual like Jew, person of Jewish descent that like either know someone closely that it's like I don't I don't have my grandparents or like I don't yeah. my great grand like I don't have my like parts of my family because of Nazis and yeah. it's like yeah but this guy like he called me he yeah. so <laughs> it's like I was in a GameStop and he called me sir oh so my gosh, dude, thing. <laughs> yeah well. So yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. I thought it would be cool to talk about this guy for a minute. Go to the next thing. Let's see if there's any other information. Hold on, let me just before we go. Look at this dude. Yeah. Yeah, but click. But if he was Russian, the next one is him though. Go to the next tab. The next one. But is if him, he was so Russian, hit images. If he was Russian, him. why was he doing a German dude, uh, extermin extermination? Dude, that's him, bro. Look at that. You're telling me that's not the same guy? I don't know, man. Dude, that looks so much like the same dude. I mean, I don't know. Let's think let's think about it this way. All right. How old is this guy? I mean, he's dead now. Oh. Dude, they were well, bringing they were bringing matter. they were bringing him into court and stuff like on a freaking like his last trial they were bringing him to court on like in a hospital bed into court this right here no he was in a hospital bed on one of them dude but yeah see with all the headphones on they had to like translate all this crap the whole time to him look there he is on the hospital bed right there look at that dude just let this man die honestly like you sentenced him to death oh he died a few weeks earlier than Dude, they sent him to death in Israel and then unsentenced him to death. This guy, do you think this guy even cares anymore? He's in like, this picture? Yeah. I think this I think in this picture this guy's fine. I think he's like I think he's fine in that picture. Look at him, dude. I think he's like I think he's like, dude, look. She's all gonna kill me. 
just do it. Now, is this the person? Is this the guy that recognized him? I don't know. The don't guy know that screamed. Was. What a weird thing. Yeah. Now in that now in that picture, see the one to the left? This? Up one? This? Yeah. That one he looks old, old. But in that last one that we had, he didn't look that old. He looked know, fine. Dude. I mean like what where, where did it go? Here's my question, dude. Where, what what did it look like back then to freaking thing? Oh, what? this crap. I mean, I get look, I get that they look similar. But also, we have all these pictures. It's like this person's a time traveler because there's a picture of them from. Like, yeah, but dude, that is such the same guy, though. You're gonna tell me that's not the same. Guy. I don't know, dude. You tell me that if you didn't put the Snapchat filter on that guy on the left of like what you look like whenever <laughs> on, you're older. Let's just check real quick, dude. Let's do it. You got that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Where is it? Where's the freaking thing, dude? Bro, what if this? What if it just makes it look exactly like him? Where's the? Oh, hold on, I gotta like. There it is, dude. Freaking. In my opinion, this is the same guy. <laughs> is it? I'll let you tell me. <laughs> is it the same, pretty much? I'll let you tell me. <laughs> uh, so the same guy. All right, dude. That should be how we tell this crap from now on. <laughs> Somebody come get you have Snapchat. All yeah. right, come here. <laughs> so send me that screenshot so we can I can put that up. So yeah, uh, same guy says Snapchat. Um, look, I'm look. Gonna, I'm gonna take one bef- without the f- filter too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can find a picture without the filter. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. So look at uh, look at that one down there, the devil next door, the book, yeah. whatever, where it's it's a Netflix where it's face off. Yeah. Man, that's just the same guy, dude. My thing is, is like. It doesn't I, we're gonna need more evidence then. I'm not. My thing is like I'm not about to kill an old man over. He looks yeah. like a bad dude. Well, you that's know, how like, they used to do it back then. <laughs> but this is the back, thing. Back then, back here's, in the eighties. Yeah, here's my question, dude. Um, how hard would it have been to? All right, let's go how back. You, go back. You, go back to his. Go. Go back to regular, not images. Dude, you, I mean, they had to have been looking for this guy. What's his birth and death rate? Or not like Rate. what's his birth and death? What's his day? KD ratio? <laughs> what's his KD ratio? Oh my gosh, <laughs> seventy-five thousand to one. Okay, so born when we got a uh, we got a birth. All right, born nineteen twenty in Ukraine. So let's look up. I mean, could you have been in nineteen? Let's say in nineteen thirty-seven, a seventeen-year-old in Ukraine, and have also avoided military service do you get what i'm saying yeah can we try and find that out so what's the like so was service required for world war ii in ukraine 
So Ukraine collaboration with Nazi Germany took place during the military occupation of modern day Ukraine by Nazi Germany in World War II. At that time, the new territorial divisions of Derskrit, whatever, and whatever, whatever sins covering both the Southeastern territory of second Polish Republic and Ukraine, Soviet, Soviet Republic crossing collaboration, Ukraine, political aspirations and regaining independence resurgent nationalism, but also anger and resentment against the Soviet government and ethnic Russians. So they joined because of the, uh, because of their relations with Russia. So by the time the Red Army returned to Ukraine, a significant number of population with its soldiers as liberators, more than 4.5 million Ukrainians joined the Red Army to fight Nazi Germany and more than 250,000 served in Soviet partisan parliament using its dwarfing. Hang on a second. So, these sentiments were coupled with the belief that these acts were orchestrated by other ethnic groups, such as Jews, Tartars, Roma people, and Poles, as well as prevailing notions of anti Semitism and anti Polonism. However, the absence of Ukrainian autonomy under the Nazis under the Nazis mistreatment by the occupier and deportation of hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian slave laborers soon led to dramatic change in the okay so so it sounds like some were collaborators and then did not were no longer collaborators so but you still had 4.5 million I get what you're saying people fight is it, against Germany is dude it, how what are the chances that you were in Ukraine during that time and didn't fight with the Germans. No, I'm, I get it. The odds of it being him, it's like very al- likely, almost definitely him. But also, I'm gonna need more evidence than this guy looks like him. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. I'm not about to like if I was in the room, I'm not gonna put an old man to death. Like in my mind, the the like getting getting this guy the death sentence however many years later yeah. it is i mean how many years has it been by 88 since world war ii yeah. ended like by then the risk of like ending just some dude's life for something he didn't do high huh it's a high risk yeah and so yeah. it's like I, to me it's like i don't know if it really balances out yeah but dude you're the judge all right yeah. um I'm, we're gonna act this out, okay? Um, okay, hold on, wait. Before we do, I gotta go unlock the front door. All right, give me just a second. Somewhat, Jimmy's here. We're back. I'm just gonna stare at the camera and leave it here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Short break. All right, dude. All right, action. Okay, so I'm going to be, uh, 
I'm the guy. All right, you got this Holocaust survivor guy. That's I, actually we're not doing this. <laughs> Never mind. We're not doing this. Okay. Just imagine though that guy. Oh, we're doing it. That guy looks at you, you know, and just judge it's him. You know, like what are you gonna do, dude? <laughs> that's what i do i my, my eyes get really big and i start sweating if you're the, I, yeah if you're the judge what do you what would you do what would you just, say and then there's like you can see the bead of sweat stone him just, just in the middle of the thing <coughs> i start and then i violently open my water <coughs> and that's it i just don't answer. I'd be like we just sit there and and it's just awkward and i'm just be like, sir. You can what just do you see, have to say for yourself. You can just see the like stress. Yeah. I'll start doing the this thing. <laughs> and what do you say whenever you do it? <laughs> what do you say whenever you do it? Take five. <laughs> Take five. Everyone just calm down. Skinny <laughs> Rick's going outside to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> the room's completely silent, but I'm still just. <laughs> Everyone, calm down. Yeah. Nah, dude, I wouldn't want to be the judge for that. Be rough, dude. There's a reason I don't practice law. Yeah, me too, dude. So like, let's even let's, obeying it. Ever. Let's let's move on from this guy, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about Warner von Braun, you know, shortly, um, and then we'll close this thing out. Uh, hey, this is perfect. This is on NASA.gov. Click this. So this is on NASA's website, uh, biography of Werner von Braun. Dr. Werner von Braun, 1912 to 1977, was one of the most important rocket developers and champions of space exploration in the 20th century. As a youth, he became enamored with the possibilities of space exploration by reading the work of science fiction authors. Later, von Braun encountered the work of Hermann Oberth, whose 1923 book, The Rocket into Planetary Space, prompted Vaubron to master calculus and trigonometry so he could understand the physics of rocketry. From his teenage years, Von Braun held a keen interest in flight and, uh -huh. and involved in the German Society for Space Travel. Uh -huh. So, let's dude, see. Bro. Where does it bro. say that? Imagine, dude, imagine if he had gotten, like... Imagine what would have happened if the Nazis had like the space force before everyone else. Okay, here like, we go. Like if they had just had a huge breakthrough, and they were like, "Yo, now we can attack people from orbit." Yeah. Like the Air Force. Hey, this is this is this is what nobody thinks about. Off like I've thought about this before and it tripped me out. There was a so Galileo invented the telescope. Yeah. There was a moment in time where Galileo was the only person on the planet Who that knew what we were on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, How crazy is that crap? That's crazy. Yeah. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, even if they just got up, they didn't even have to make, like, if they, I think about it, if they just brought some rocks up there yeah. and started dropping them. Yeah. Yeah. It's much more effective than whatever we had dude but i don't know bro i think about that crap all the time. imagine getting hit by a rock from space dude while you're yeah. just some guy with an m1 grand yeah forget about it dude i don't know bro 
So they don't talk about him being a Nazi. Yeah, they do. Hey, do we're going to go into it oh, okay. in a second. But but seriously, though, dude, how many people you think Galileo went to? I was like, dude, we, like, I looked through, the, I made this thing, I looked through this thing, and uh, people did not believe like, it. People are like, no, what, dude? Do you have the thing still? He's like, yeah. They're like, prove it. He's like, you can't see it during, during the daytime. And they're like, probably like, <laughs> get out of my face. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'll burn your eyes. <laughs> So uh, here we go. So this is uh, Sanasi. The V-2 ballistic missile, missile <laughs> the ant whatever of U.S. and Soviet intercontinental ballistic missiles and space launch vehicles was the primary brainchild of Von Braun's rocket team. After 1937, they worked in a secret laboratory in Pinamunde on the Baltic coast, a liquid propellant missile 46 feet in length and weighing 27,000 pounds, the V-2 flew at speeds in excess of 3,500 miles per hour and delivered a 220-pound warhead, 2,200-pound warhead Were there to a target 200 miles away, first what? successfully launched in October 1942. How do you aim that? I don't know, dude. It was employed against targets in Western Europe beginning in September 1944. Here, here we go. The V-2 assembly plant in Middlework near the Middlebaudora concentration camp used slave labor, as did a num oh another of, number of other production sites. Yeah, didn't they use... Von Braun was a member of the Nazi party and an SS officer, yet was also arrested by the Gestapo in 1944 for careless remarks he made about the war and the rocket. His responsibility for the crimes connected to the rocket production itself is controversial. So supposedly there was like 2,000 people died in his employ, slaves trying to build. Well, the slaves were all Jews, right? The they were making rocket. Jews develop the parts, right? Uh, I mean, not. it wasn't exclusively Jews. It was just slave labor. Just whoever. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, Yo, by, late, you think that? by late 1944, it was obvious to von braun that germany would be destroyed and occupied and began planning the post-war era before the allied capture of the v2 rocket complex von braun, von braun was sent south eventually to bavaria and surrendered to the americans there along with other key team leaders so you have this dude how many v2s were actually used in the war i don't know i'm not sure i mean the big thing dude is like i don't think that many you know uh, they did. They couldn't have had very many because they talk about it a lot. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't remember there ever being any like. Well, you know, the V2 rocket, uh, the V2 rocket technically was a. It was you know just like the propulsion yeah. mechanism and all that stuff. That's why yeah. like the first iterations of like our like space rockets were basically V2 rockets. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, man. Isn't it crazy, though, with Operation Paperclip that this guy gets to go over here, meet with JFK, and hang out. And, and be then, like a hero. Yeah, you've got this guy in Cleveland that's like... Just trying to like... Poop in his pants and court, you know, <laughs> if it's not him. because, And probably also if it is him because somebody <laughs> like said that he was some guard at a concentration camp. Dude. SS officer. This is on the NASA website. Dot gov. So, yeah, man. I just wanted to... Imagine being like, yeah, my great-grandfather was this guy. Yeah. Imagine that you're at yeah. school learning about 
the Nazis. Yeah. Oh, that's my. Like a picture comes. Oh, that's my. Yeah. My great granddad. Yeah. So maybe maybe one day soon we'll do one on the history so of Disney, and we can get into. Well, I'm, this isn't a joke. We can get into you know all of the the things that you know surround Disney and Nazi Germany and connections to this guy and all that stuff. So. Um, I don't know, dude. I just ran into that article this morning on the Argent- Argentina, all those names coming out with the Swiss bank accounts. Sure. And I just thought, why not do uh, a little, a little history lesson on Operation Paperclip? So what do you think? Nazis are weird, dude. Yeah. It is weird. There's- I will say, I will say right now, if you're the person who uses who well if you're the person who uses nazi not how it's supposed to be used yeah like i just why yeah like like just come up with something else just get a better name what's used you know it's used as a conversation stopper like it's just it's just like if you're looking somebody in the face in the middle of a conversation and you call them a racist like end of the conversation you know what i mean like it's just a conversation stopper and i think that a lot of people use terms like nazi and red you know some people are racist some people do have you know nazi like ideology whether they realize it or not but using those words as a means to stop push back against your opinion or your point of view just because you don't like what somebody else is saying weak Eh, it's a bitch i'm not weak dude yeah dude get good yeah. Like, get good, grow up, freaking coin some new terms, okay? Hey, we can come up with genders on the fly. Why not come up with some better names? Yeah. For You're a Xamarith. Boom. There it is. Yeah. So. Because then they got, because then, see, that's even better. Because then they got to ask, what's that? And yeah. then you explain it, and then they walk themselves right into it. Yeah. So. It's like, I'm definitely not one of those. Well, yeah, maybe you are. So, yeah, we got uh, we'll, we got a couple episodes coming up that I'm excited about that I've planned. Uh, we want to do a Roger Stone one. We want to do uh, the Disney one. And then we are going to be coming out with some more content soon that will be uh, some extra episodes. Right, We're going to try it. Right, we'll do some. Kind of like a little season of episodes on one specific topic that we already know what it is. Yeah. So we may or may not restructure days that uh, the flagship podcast, which is this one, what day that comes out on whenever we do shoot those, Boom. start that other series. But that's correct. We'll keep you notified and please, please share like, this. subscribe, share. Seriously, dude. Tell your boss. Tell what your. What you doing without yeah. sharing? Yeah. Look, dude. We put a lot of work into this thing, f- and we know that nobody's really watching. But you know, our hope is that if somebody, you know, somebody will, and that consistency is going to be the key in this thing. But dude, think about it. I mean, yeah. really, like, how much do you post on Facebook? Yeah. You know, just share it. Yeah. Just share it to Facebook. And just do it. You know, like. Even if you don't agree with what we're say- saying, we are. There's no way that this isn't entertaining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
There's no way it's not. So like, subs- uh, like, sit drunk, subscribe, share, and uh, follow us on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at T-B-A-T Quinn, which I'm going to have to start using that thing, man. I don't use it pretty much at all. Oh, you can follow my other one for now if you want. You know. At I Quinology. And what you got, dude? Dude, I hit 226 tweets today. I know, dude. You're tweeting Ba-da, hard. Da-da, da-da. My Twitter is at T-B-A-T-S-K-I-N-E-R-I-C-K. Uh, make sure to follow me uh, on Twitter, in person maybe. Um, if you get too close, I will hit you. Yeah. Um, possibly stab you, yeah. uh, depending on if I have my knife. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you keep like a healthy distance. Um, yeah. And uh, definitely don't follow me in person. I'll bludgeon you. Bludgeon with, you. If I have my mace with me. Damage. Yeah. Hit him upside the head with a club or something. Yeah. So that's it, dude. Thank you all for watching. And we will see you all again next week. Okay, bye. Do, 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 do. So you're going to do that?